in the, uh, in, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, falling between a screech and a whistle. And improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. Three global organizations are implementing a plan to teach kindergartners about sexuality and, quote, empower children to say yes to sexual encounters. It sort of leaves you physically sick. The United Nations, uh, the World Health Organization, uh, and then the International Planned Parenthood. Those three groups seem to be, you know, laser focused on sex ed and believe it or not, sexual rights for children. And I heard a boom in my whole house. And it seems, you know, some of these, the International Planned Parenthood or IPPF has a kit instructing kids under the age of 10. It's quite young here, but what are critics and proponents telling you about this plan? Can you imagine looking at your child? Human engineering. It involves the biomedical modification of human beings. So what they're saying is, based on a, a child's maturity, this child might be able to fully comprehend, understand, and give permission to have sex. Um, you know, maybe 10, 11 years old, depending on their maturity level. We could artificially induce mild intolerance to meat by stimulating our immune system against common bovine proteins. I mean, I don't think many parents out there realize what's going on here. I think parents are gonna have to really keep focused on this and watch what their kids are, you know, if they sign up on sex ed, they need to make sure that it doesn't include some of this, um, you know, consent and rights to pleasure. Um, I would be very cautious. Yeah, I'm more reptilian. <laughs> I wasn't suicidal until I was on the treatments that they put me on, which they put me on puberty blockers and testosterone when I was barely 13 years old. I was about halfway through my eighth grade year when they started this, and I was 15 when they cleared me to go under the knife and get a double mastectomy. That's when I, I, it was just, it was the summer after my, after my sophomore year of high school when they decided to remove my breasts surgically. We're changing people's lives! And yet, if you would have asked your parents for a tattoo of Leonard Skinnerd or a Taylor Swift tattoo, do you think they would have given you a Taylor Swift tattoo? Oh no, I mean, here in California, it's illegal to even let anybody under 18 go into a candy booth. So is there any concern that he would team up with another small man to step inside the trench coat and harass his And yet they, they let kids, they encourage kids actually to undergo these permanent life-changing procedures that will affect the entire course of development from there on. We beat Farmer this year! This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us. And he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. I'm your host, Chad, and we're talking come. And by that, I mean not coming. And by that, I mean I got a flashlight after, you know, all the numerous different podcasts um, I listen to talk about them and I'm like, I guess let me try it out. And so I, so ordering it, I just felt weird as shit. Right. And then I'm, I'm looking at reviews or, I, you know, flashlight re fucking reviews, Reddit, who we hear always goes to Reddit. I do for reviews and it takes me to 
a Reddit page that is honestly very depressing and disgusting. It was a lot of people fucking a lot of, and by a lot of people, I mean guys fucking different sex toys. And it very was unnerving that I don't, I I look at it and I go, this is a slippery slope. Do you, is it like, do you start here and then you slowly collect more and more until you're a weird sex toy pervert? I look at it and I go, is this a slippery slope to being an incel? I, I look at it and I go, these people are not for me. So I get it, I order it, and it arrives, and I, I, I'm not sure what to expect. I've never, I, uh, to be honest, Google, um, ordering was the first time I've actually seen a flashlight. Um, so when I look at, I when I get it, I go, okay, I open, and I and I bought, you know, whatever the pack is with the warmer and a fucking the lube and the powder to clean it and this that and the other. And I'm just so fucking tired from working. And we'll get to the new new, new little strike announcement. Um, I'm recording this Thursday, 9-22, or November, or September 22, uh, 22nd. And Sean Fain just released his new next little statement. But back to fucking Fleshlights. But not me. I'm not fucking it. I just look at it and I go, I don't know if this is a bridge I want to cross over yet because, my God. Anyways, so I try it. <laughs> I, I, I eventually tried it after having it for a week and just like, I'm just so tired. I haven't had, I, I'm not in the mood to masturbate, but I'm like, okay, let me, I'm not in the mood, but let me try. So I don't know if it's a combination of not being in the mood. So I get myself hard and then I insert it and then it immediately goes soft because I I don't know if it's because I'm not in the mood. So it's hard for me to stay hard or if it's just this weird mental thing I have where I'm like, I'm fucking a flashlight. What this this isn't for me. I'm I'm an old school Luddite, dude. I fucking don't like machines. I I I'm um I'm all fucking hand up Charles or whatever you want. <laughs> I'm hand up Chatty. Um I'm fucking handy Henry. Um So yeah. Now I just, I'm like, did I just spend a hundred and however many, like $130 and then I'm not going to, I'm just going to take it out like every three months and is this, is my fleshlight going to be like a Punxsutawney Phil or whatever the fucking rodent's name is these days? Why don't we update his name? Punxsutawney Phil. Well, dumb old name that is. I'm going to take out my flashlight fucking the brisk of spring to see if my dick is going to 
stay hard and spring up or if it's going to shrivel back into the darkness that is my insides. Have you ever have you ever had a penis so small that it looks like an Audi belly button <clears throat> and then you look down and you in and and you can and you you get a little puzzled because you're like, "Well, that's my belly button and I know I don't have a Audi belly button because those people are disgusting." What is the cause of an Audi belly belly button? Is it genetics or is it like the umbilical cord something? I don't know. Audi belly button. I don't want what I don't want to see pictures of it. Most people who have an Audi fall into one of two categories. Either they were born with a tiny umbilical cord hernia, disgusting, which is most likely, or had a small infection at the base of their umbilical cord that wasn't that went unnoticed. This will cause tissue from granulated tissue to form. So either way, it's is it okay to have an Audi belly button? No. It's not okay. Audi belly buttons are not as common as any belly button, but most often they are just normal variation. Honestly, it's, it's, ugh, ugh, pierced, ugh. I, an Audi belly button is an automatic turnoff. It's like, it's almost as if your fucking unborn twin you ate in utero, its head is trying to form again and crawl out of you. Through your belly button. I remember thinking you gave birth through your belly button as a kid. I remember that and I and 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 it and no wonder why it puzzled me because a belly button is a lot smaller than a vagina. And when I thought it came out of a belly button, I also wasn't aware that women had vaginas, or maybe I did, but I wasn't, like, I didn't understand it, I was just like, they got something different, but I don't know what's with it, um, so yeah, I don't understand what I'm gonna do with this flashlight, am I just gonna keep it in a box, and then somehow, either my, somebody, my sister, my parents are gonna stumble upon it while they're trying to fucking go through my room, Or what the hell? <clears throat> I'm going to try it again, obviously, when I'm actually fucking horned up. And, uh, because it did felt, it did feel good even though I went soft. So I think it was more like a mental thing. Like, am I, once again, am I really fucking this thing? Um, I seen what the weird per, like, does it start here? And next thing, you know, I'm titty fucking a, a torso because I, that's one of the things I seen. Uh, just, it wasn't like, ew. It's nasty. And I, <clears throat> and here's another thing. I heard that the cleanup or the, the the care of those things are too much. When I was looking into it, and you know, I didn't come in it, so I just you know, had lube in there. So I just rinsed it out and air dried, like it says, but I, I'm going to assume they're right. Where, where if you come in it, it just kind of stays in there, no matter how good you clean it. And by cleaning, they only really tell you to rinse it really well. It's not dishwasher safe. It's not a fucking 
Uh, you can't load it up like a like you do dildos. I assume you can fucking load up a rack of dildos in a dishwasher and go to town, have them have them cleaned up, lickety split. Um, and it was also weird because once again I ordered it and then I'm like checking it out and I stick my finger in there and I'm like, why is it so goddamn hard and tiny in there? And then oh, there's a fucking little shipping rod in there to help keep its form and i go okay that makes sense uh so yeah i think that's enough cum talk for today i went to i've only gone to two medical slash recreational dispensaries so i can't speak about it as verbatim as a fact but the one that i do go to that's 10 minutes away from my house um there are often other people working there and i and i don't go that frequently because i don't partake in it a lot of times i'll go i'll spend like 80 bucks on on um edibles and because i'm so busy and i only have like one day off a week two days off maximum i guess that's kind of normal to work five to six days a week um, I find it hard to partake, so I can spend eighty dollars and I'm good for like three months, four months, because I'm only eating at most one, uh, ten milligram. Like I'll eat five, and then two hours later I eat the other half because I'm a lightweight and I don't want to fucking get into the mindset of I'm going to die one day, because that's what happens to me. Anytime I eat like 10 milligrams at once, then I get into the whole I'm going to die mindset. And that's not fun. I just want I just want the aches and pains to go away. So I go in and I get some pre-rolls because I don't really smoke weed. I don't like coughing. It's worse for your lungs and whatnot. Um, so I don't really do that that often. So I go get some pre-rolls because on Thursdays, they're 20% off. And if I can get a pre-roll that is $3 that lasts me two days, that's cool for me because I can't even get, if I wanted to get drunk, I can't even get alcohol. Like I can't even get a buzz for $3. Um, What the fuck? Oh. So, I wonder if you go in, because, okay, so it seems to me that these people always have a similar sort of sense of style, and I don't know if the style comes into, like, it more, when you start working there at one of them, and it morphs you into this character, or you already become this person, and it, and it pulls you in there. Like, like a vortex for fucking people that love weed and, and drugs like that so much that they have to portray it as a sort of costume aesthetic. Like, you can smoke a lot of weed and you don't have to look like that. I'm afraid that you don't understand that. Like, it's different with some drugs because... How many well-dressed heroin addicts do you see? You know, there's like that one guy that's like businessman that does a little bit of, or I think he's a professor that does a little bit of heroin. And 
he's like, this is a shit. You just got to do a little bit of heroin. And this heroin using professor wants to change how we think about drugs. What? Professor Carl Hart. And he's a black man? And he's a neuroscientist? Oh, shit. I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting goddamn white dork. First tenured African-American science professor at Columbia. You know what's weird? I feel like if a white person speaking to a black person or just in general says African-American instead of black, that's like a weird, to me, to me, it's like they're uncomfortable or they're afraid or they haven't been around enough black people like and it, and it also goes that like if you say like if you just add anything i guess you can't not anything but like if you add black fellow now you're teetering on racist so but if you just say black guy or black person i guess if uh if eh, you pluralize it black people that's a little less racist to me than a black fellow or fellas or fellers. <laughs> Especially if you, the ER, you don't want to do that. Uh, what the, f- oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Just, uh, just this dude that does heroin and he, he's a professor and he dresses nice. So yes, they are some fancy dress, smart heroin addicts out there. But I would say for the most part, you have those that wander in the streets, zombified, only they're almost, they're almost like hummingbirds in slow motion because heroin addicts or drug addicts in general seem to love sweet treats and so do hummingbirds. Heroin addicts are... The human equivalent of 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 hummingbirds in slow motion. Even the simple fact is it tarpo hummingbirds get into. They they do get into something, um, <clears throat> to the equivalent of tarpo. Tarpo. Am I spelling that right? Tattoo. I I type in tarpo. I get fucking dumbass hummingbird. Sleeping, I guess, since I don't understand. Do hummingbirds sleep at night? Hummingbirds sleeping. Um, what is bears do it? It hibernation. That's what the word I'm looking for. Hibernation, but it's not hibernation. Hummingbirds torpo. Okay, so I'm at, see the thing about me, I spell so horribly because I mispronounce words. So like I'm saying tarpo. Like T-A-R-P, but it's T-O-R-P-O-R. And I'm saying, so it's Torpo and I'm saying Tarpar or whatever the fuck you heard me say just a minute ago. I think hummingbird, hummingbirds feast on sugar, right? Hummingbird uh, food, hummingbird food, one part sugar, sugar water, heroin addicts are like hummingbirds because they're always in the store getting slurpees, slushies, pops, anything sugary. 
um, because it's calorie dense, even though it's not good for you. I wonder if I'm the first person to draw a line between hummingbirds and heroin addicts. Maybe. Um, So I'm confused at whether dispensary people get morphed into these entities of pure, I like weed, I like psychedelics, I like this, that, and the other. Or if you dress like that and and you walk into one of these places and next thing you know, you're just standing behind the counter selling legal weed. And I'm sure these people are nice, but they also give me a dirty, evil hippie vibe. Like, Like, these are the type of people in high school or college that would get ripped off buying weed from black people or whomever your plug or your hookup is like, these would be the types of people. And then, and then they, you know, eventually started growing it or whatever. That that's the type of vibe I get from these guys, which could be wrong, but Hey, it's my show. It's my opinion. So I think a lot of things about these folks, and it happens to be white people. So because if I said black folks, you're teetering on racism, but I'm talking about the white folks. So it's okay. A thing that irritates me is I'm pretty good with my money management, and um, but today's... With all these different, um, like, automatic payments and stuff. For example, like, I have Hulu, um, Comcast, I got Patreon, Netflix, uh, HBO, car insurance gets. So, a lot of the times, I, I have it so money from my savings automatically goes into my direct deposit to make sure I'm typically covered. And then more often than not, if I'm doing an online purchase, I check, I'm put, I I either check to see if I have the money in my, in my debit account or I just, and if I do, I, sometimes I, I, I buy it. Sometimes I just move, like if I'm buying something for $50, I'm moving the $50 in there, keeping it afloat. But I, every, I'd say twice a year I get hit with courtesy fees and it's no courtesy at all. Listen, how hard is it for a bank, a credit union to, instead of taking <clears throat> the money out of my debit, taking it from my savings account. Why does there need to be a, is it really that difficult on your fucking system to charge me $15, $15. I would be okay with five, but truly it should be zero. Listen, you know, I have the money in savings. So why do it? I, this is what happens 
to poor people with overdraft, withdrawal, courtesy fees, whatever. They hit you with this. Luckily, I mean, I'm I'm not in the negative. They would have to hit me with a lot more to be in the negative. But it is a thing that poor people have to deal with that constantly beats them up. It's like if you pull yourself up, you're dangling off a cliff. And as you start to lift yourself up, somebody comes in and fucking hits you in your hands with a cl- with a club and now you're falling back down because just that little hit is enough to send you back into the red and i think and i'm sure i'm not alone on this that these fees need to go i don't know how we can get this to happen i don't understand I would like to know how much processing power it takes for them to take the money out of my savings versus my debit when my debit account or my whatever account doesn't have enough in there. I want to know how much processing power it takes in their computer system or whatever. If it's, I mean, I assume it's some automatic thing in not somebody physically has to do it, you know, like switchboard operators back in the day for telephones where you just see all those women plugging in wires into patch bays or whatever they're called. Um, it bothers me. It bothers me a lot. Almost. Here, here okay. Okay. Switching topics to UAW strike announcement. Sean Fain has now put all the, the, is it parts? Not parts that go to plants. So he is doing a lot more, thankfully. Um, I'm not still really happy. Uh, I wish that it would hit us um because it's just doing like parts distribution plants that go to like the stores or go to dealerships so it's hitting consumers and to me that's a that's kind of good and bad because if it hit, starts hitting consumers and they can get pissed off at us workers and not the company itself because uh, it depends on the mentality of these idiots because I, I, I have, I'm not the type of person that like delete somebody just cause they disagree with me ideologically. Like I have somebody on my Facebook that's so anti GM. It's, it's baffling to me yet. They still complain about their work and how they're underpaid. They are and how, they're sick of billionaires yet when when people when workers try to take a stand they go shut up and get back to work i don't understand it me not you me not we i think that's the mentality um so to me it's going to it's going to be a weird kind of gray area where people are, might get pissed off at us or they might get pissed off at the company, at General Motors, at Stellantis, at 
Ford. And and I, I honestly, props to Ford for actually um, having a goddamn discussion, I should say. Because GM and Stellantis don't want fucking nothing. They don't, they, they, the updates, they don't, they're not doing jack shit. At least, at least Ford is like, listen, we ain't going to give you, we're going to give you a sliver of pie. We're going to give you a sliver of pie, you know, sliver. GM and Stellantis are like, once we're done with the pie, if there's any crumbs, left after our fat children lick the pie tin and stick their fingers in there and make sure whatever's left after our fat fucking children lick the crumbs off the bottom of the tin pan. You get that. You get my fat kids drooled on crumbs that came out of his mouth. That's what you get. You get drooled on fat kid crumbs. And uh, I'm uh, we're not having it. So I like once again. I like him. I like what he's saying. Um, I understand the reason why because he need I I just I just don't want um my plant to fall. I don't I don't want to get I don't know how unemployment will work. I've heard that. Uh, so I forgot what it was. Something to do with being on strike and not striking, getting fired while on strike. You don't get strike pay and you can't get unemployment in Michigan or something retarded like that. And even if I could get unemployment, I would be afraid that I would have to pay it back like I had to previously because I have another job. And it's like I make $30 a week from this other job. I'm only there four fucking hours a week. And if that is the reason why I can't get unemployment, if that is what I have to fall back on, I'm going to be fucking so upset. I'm going to cry because I can't, I can't quit because before I had to fight to get unemployment to begin with, because they were like, Hey, you quit this Meyer job to work at GM fucking nine months ago. What's up with that? And you're like, wait. So I quit an old job to go to a better paying job. And that, and then nine months later, I'm getting laid off. And now because I quit Myers nine months ago, that's the reason why I can't get unemployment. And there, and then after, after a couple of, uh, talks of that they're like we'll give it to you and then i guess they were just like this dumbass doesn't know that it's going to take six months and then after after he gets it then four months later we're going to be like hey that money you owe us back and you can fight for it if you want but you're going to have to write your congressman and do all sorts of other bullshit that so i don't know I just don't want to get put on an unemployment because I've had issues with it, trying to get it, and then once getting it, it gets taken from me. I got to pay it back, or I can fight for it. And it, it, and to me, I'm the type that tries to... Lo- li- I'm trying to live the most stress-free life I can for myself. So, I don't know. Um... 
the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the strike. Um. So if you listen to my my one update, the last episode I did, um, where I talked about my opinions on what I would do. So if you don't know, listen to that, and that'll give you an idea of where I'm coming from. You know, GM doesn't really care about its customers to begin with, or else they wouldn't be price gouging. Um, so although they do make a, a fortune on the parts, um, you know, it's not necessarily that they care about the customers. So I don't, I guess I should look at it as this guy, Sean Fain is slowly, he's like trying to strangle, strangle him. So he started with the pinky and now he's going with the thumb, like, so he's got a good grasp on him, but you still need the three fingers to tighten at some point. And I'm just going to go back to what I said in, um, in my previous video that my plant that I work at makes a huge amount of profit. And I think we should go on strike. We should hit them in their wallets. And now, I mean, we finally are now. Um, but we should have in the beginning, I, I guess he wants to ramp up instead of a spike and a plateau. I'm more of a spike and a plateau kind of guy. I'm not, I'm not like a bell curve. I'm not like a fucking let's get it started in here. Let's get retarded in here. I want to start out like bitch, but that's what I want to do. Fucking, I want to hit him in the side of the head and not like sh shove. Um, so I guess it's just a slow ramp up is what he's working with. And I'm going to say what I said before. As long as we get something, as long as we get a good contract, that's all I'm, that's all he wants. That's all I want. If it, I, I hope, I trust that he knows what he's doing, but it's not what, what I would do. So I, I disagree with his actions, but with his words, I 100% agree with. And that's a lot of people that I talk to. And, and, and I know I'm going to work today, and a lot of people are going to be upset. Um. To the degree that we're not working, but they might be happy that we're finally hitting them in their pocket a little bit. And so maybe, may, maybe next week we'll get a little bit of, they'll be giving us a sliver instead of the fucking caked up crumbs that the, the fat kid licked upon or what have you. I recently, and I don't want to make this quick because I don't want to cry um but last week um as you as i probably said i have taken in kittens and uh last week they're indoor outdoor right because they were strays and last week i found my favorite kitten dead in my ditch I started to, I began to mow, and after she was gone for, I, I thought she ran off with her mom, because her mom 
comes and goes. So I I so a day of her she she disappeared at, at the night, you know. Uh, I work a lot, so I thought maybe and I and I and I leave the I leave the window open for them to come and go as they please. And uh how how do you leave a window open? Well they're cats and they kinda jump in, jump out. There's like a, a, a um a little bench that they can climb in from the outside to get in. Um so I really wasn't worried. I figured she came she came in while I was at work and uh whatever. So I found her dead in my ditch, got hit by a car, and it's been really rough, you know, um, each day gets better, obviously, I still, because I buried her right by my back door, where my sliding glass door and my back door is, where the cats like to lay, so I, we, uh, my sister and I buried her there, and, uh, so every day I I got I walk out and I and I look and I you know it sucks. She was only 7 months old and uh um when I leave I can't help but look into the ditch where I I found her. And uh she looked a lot like her mom, so when I stumbled upon it I I wasn't sure who it was and obviously I I hoped it was the mom cat. So I, I found her and I and I and I immediately come in and I'm st- st- crying. I'm telling my sister I don't know, I don't know who it is. I don't know, I don't know. And she thought somehow I ran over one of them. You know, I don't know about you, but as soon as as soon as uh, a lawnmower goes, fucking all sorts of critters are fucking running. They're they're running and hiding. They're not getting in the goddamn wave. That's for damn sure. So, yeah, I've been dealing with that still. And uh, it sucks because I see all all the other kittens still. And uh, she's not there with them. And it sucks. Because she fucking, she, all of them are great, and she wasn't, she had the little white on the tip of her tail, and her nose, and her, she had the, the socks, you know, the, the, the white paws, and she's my favorite, and she's gone, and, uh, you know, I didn't want to get on here and cry and be a fucking pussy about it, because why, so I wanted to give myself time to recuperate and fucking talk about it, and it sucks, and, uh, yeah, I cried. Yeah, I still tear up. That's human nature, baby. I got feelings. I'm emotional. Why wouldn't I? And it pissed me off because I texted my dad. I was like, hey, can you come over and mow? And then he didn't fuck. He just didn't respond to me for no. Uh, I didn't respond two days. He's like texting in our group chat, but still not responding to the text I sent him. And then my, my, I think my sister was texting my mom. So that was upsetting to me because then I, I was like, fuck man, it's going to fucking 
rain the next day. So then I'm just fucking crying and mowing. If you want to know, zero turns are really fun. (sighs) But I, no matter how fun they are, I still can cry on them. And I cried on a zero turn that day. And it, and, uh, Zero turns do make mowing the lawn fun, but after you find your dead, your favorite kitten dead, it doesn't make it fun at all, and you're you're just weeping. And they, I I am okay. Another thing I didn't talk about. I'll talk about it next week. It's it's getting it's getting late. Um. So, anyways, uh, I'm sick of this place. Um. Shout out to. LD monkey. LD stands for little darling. The mom's name is darling. She's gone. I haven't found her in a ditch. Fucking my one cat, my OG cat was gone for two days. I I, I started thinking he died and, and then he showed up as he normally does yelling at the door as I take a shit. Every time I take a shit, he needs in, and he just stares at me. What's with cats staring at you while you take shits? Man, the fuck? I'm not looking at you while you're trying to take a shit in the litter box. If I do that, you're going to run out. If I lift that bitch open, you're going to freak out. Anyways, I'm sick of this place.